Like you can't get to be drift without posting first, right? And you probably can't get to be drift if you went from never posting. It'd be like if I never worked out and then I wanted to run a mile or bench press 200 pounds, right? Like I'm gonna be sore, I'm not gonna be able to put it up, I'm not gonna be able to run, I'm gonna puke, whatever it is. You can't just go and be drift. So you need to start with posting first. Hello and welcome. The mobile patio is now open. I have a guest I am very excited about because his pathway into the mortgage industry is one I respect. I believe others should emulate. I call it maybe the Wayne Gretzky approach where he worked <laughs> on his skills, right? In the trenches over at Mortgage Bot at Ellie Mae. Could there be better places to learn? An Elevations Credit Union. So he was on the lender side as well. I mean, you couldn't get better at working on the wrist shot, the slap shot. And then he got in the habit of going where the puck's going at Simple Nexus, being part of a startup and growing it and becoming a sales leader, really at Ellie Mae. And then, you know, on to Simple Nexus and then on to list reports. And then now he's jumped into the entrepreneur side of things after getting a taste of it. It is at, well, at Social Coach, right? And so here it is, Joe Wilson. Thank you for joining. Please introduce yourself if I haven't touched on anything there. Hey, Mike. Thanks, dude. Um, it's been a long time coming. We've been in this industry for a long time together and just happy to, to be here talking with you. And, you know, it's the mortgage industry is interesting where no one really grows up thinking they're going to be a loan officer or in the mortgage business, but you somehow one way or another fall into it. And those are the lucky few, to be honest with you. It's such a wonderful place to be and super dynamic and changing a lot over the last 16 years as I've been in here, the industry's completely changed. And uh, I, I would say for the better. And I'm sure uh, and you're a big part of that too, man. Yeah, I, I think it's passion, right? And so when you have some momentum and you have some passion, you can keep it going. But it's definitely a long game. And I believe what you're getting into now with social media proves it's a long game because in the 2020s, let's say all the way to 2030 and probably longer, the one place you do want to be is have a social media game going. And I was uh, I was interviewing Fabi on here at a mobile patio, and he brought up a great point that social media is almost, I never thought of it, but a better CRM than the actual CRM because it tells you their birthday. It tells you what's going on. Um, what are your thoughts on that? And what are your thoughts on how far the industry has to go in social media in the next decade? Yeah, I, I do think it's a good analogy there is using your social media platforms like a CRM. If you are if you're connected with everybody on your CRM on your CRM list, right? All your past clients, potential clients, people in your neighborhood, people in your community, people in your tribe, whether that's you love the Red Sox or you love the Angels or whatever the team is, you know, you 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 find the people that you connect with, or maybe it's under underwater basket weaving, you know, like I don't care what it is. You find those people online that you like, and that becomes your CRM, your, your follower list on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Clubhouse, whatever it is where you specialize, double down on that and be connected with them. This is the easiest way. Social media is the easiest way for you to stay connected with the people that should know you and should have done business with you or should do business with you because you have one message and it can reach thousands of people all the time, every day, however many times that you show up there. So it's an easy way to get people, to entertain them, to get to know you personally, um, and just to stay in touch. I mean, just as a person, but then as a loan officer or, or a realtor, I think it's easier, easiest to understand and, and visualize 
you're on social media all day long. So you have an understanding of how people are absorbing the information. And then you go to somebody like yourself, Joe, and you get some strategies and you go there. Whereas a CRM, you're relying on a marketing manager that has all sorts of different metrics that might sound foreign to you, especially when they start talking acronyms. So I believe as a loan officer, let your marketing department handle how your CRM is going to work and continue to just work on data integrity in that CRM and focus on your social media. Uh, to me, it's a, it's a no brainer. And, and I don't think before you came along, there was a, a great centralized message on where do I go? So I, I think the industry needs to thank you for that and understand that you are the resource, I think, on where to start because it can be a little bit overwhelming because there's so many platforms now. Yeah, well, thank you for that. I'm flattered. I don't know if, if um, I, I would say that I'm, I'm 100% the total authority on this. There's so many people in our industry that are so good at social media, are really fantastic um, people that I look up to for, for advice. And, and, uh, you know, I think you're, you're one of them, Mike, you do a great job on social. You're, you're content. The thing that I like about you is you're very consistent with your, your message and being present on social. And that's one of the big things. Other guys I love to follow, you know, Chelsea Pites, Josh Pitts, Alec Hansen. We talked about him a little earlier today, Fabi. I mean, these people are, are, you know, and Megan Anderson, um, Shay Robata. There you go. Look at that. I mean, there's so many uh, individuals that are, there's no shortage of experts in the industry in mortgage, in the mortgage industry that can help you with your social media. Um, what we found at Social Coach, though, is that loan officers, even though there are so many people out there talking, they um, still struggle with the ability of knowing what to talk about, knowing what to post or getting out there and posting every day. And that's that's the problem that we're trying to solve is helping loan officers build their personal brand, post to social media consistently, whether that's you know two times a week, five times a week, whatever they're comfortable with, but giving them the content, their content ideas to help build that personal brand, to stay relevant and be consistent. Um, and it's either with that individual, but you know, you talked about the marketing team and I think that's really incredible too, is there are a lot of really fantastic marketing people, marketing managers, directors, SVPs, et cetera, at these mortgage companies, whether it's an IMB, a bank, a credit union, uh, that are a resource constraint. Um, these individuals are super talented, but they get, they're kind of that, the marketing teams are typically the catch-all in every organization and they get bogged down with creating a flyer for an upcoming event or cleansing the data in the CRM or, you know, or, 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 right. Yep. And well, they would love to help everybody in the company with their social media and the ones that are doing it, by the way, are finding a lot of success. Um, and we could get to that more a little bit later. But these marketing team members, they don't have the resources or the, the distribution method to get consistent content out for each individual loan officer, which is really where it comes down to. And that's one of the, the main ways that Social Coach helps uh, mortgage companies, banks, and credit unions is giving the tools, giving the automation for your company's content to get out to every single LO marketing manager, biz dev, recruiter, et cetera, whoever you want to get that company message out or to help them drive more sales or new recruits in here, get that content out to your team uh, to autom help automate that posting to get their reach out farther. Here's the, the funny thing. The more your loan officers or any of your teammates in the company post, 
whether it's about themselves or about the company or about events that you're throwing or whatever, if you get that message out to the 50, 100,000, 2,000, 5,000 people in your company and you get them to post it to their social platforms, it only raises the overall awareness of your company. And that's the beautiful thing about social media and about using a tool like Social Coach to push your company message down through the tentacles of your organization and out to all their followers, right? If you're just posting to your own company social channels, you're reaching a small fraction of the people that you can reach with that company message or try to get more leads or loans, et cetera, than you do as if you get to everybody and their own individual followers, right? So if each one of your LOs has 500 or 1,000 followers and your company profile has, you know, your, your company LinkedIn page has 1,000 people, well, if you have 50 loan officers and they each have 1,000 um, followers, then you've got 50,000 people oh, reaching yeah. versus that 1,000. It gets so big really, really, really quick. It's so like the that's, lake that's theory, right? Have. Like you're going to drop a pebble in, a rock in, a boulder in. That's going to determine the, the size of the waves that come off of it. And the more loan officers, the I guess the bigger the rock, the bigger the wave you make out there. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's basic math, right? And that's what this comes down to, right? It's like, how many people do you want to reach with your company message, right? Do you want to reach a small segment of people or a, a much larger, larger swath of individuals? And how do you do that? Well, you do that through your teammates and the influence that they have. And they're only going to have influence if you help them have an influence, right? And this is one of the things that I think some companies really struggle with is they say, oh, if we help build our loan officers up too much, uh, build their personal brand, then they'll leave us. Well, that's counterintuitive. If, you, if you're the one helping them build their brand, one helping them give them a voice to themselves, they're going to help, they're going to help you in turn by bringing more leads in and, and thank you for your, your help at helping them build that personal brand, not lead you. And maybe some will, and you run that risk always, but you run the risk of them going somewhere else to a company that is going to help them as well if you're not helping them. That's a, a huge takeaway. And I think everybody needs to listen to that because I think that has always been a systemic problem in the industry, uh, whether it's posting to social media or just letting your loan officers become advocates in the trade groups, trade organizations, trying to keep them from branching out and representing you. And there's so many ancillary benefits from just having confidence in yourself. Like if you invest in the right vendors and they go out and they say it to other companies that don't, they're actually going to recruit more people to you. You're not going to lose them, but there is that, that insecurity, which I'll I'll get back to, but I did want to touch on, there are other great authorities out there in, in social media. Definitely. I listen to like Phil Treadwell a lot. He pops up on, oh, on clubhouse. That. Right. But I think your background and I get this cause I've been there, your background of knowing what it takes to get adoption of, of vendors, knowing the reality that it's not what other people say, no matter what the vendor is, there are certain ceilings that the best of the best try every day to, to just get it at 1% higher, not 15, 20, 30% higher. Like the inexperienced people think they can come in and do. And that that's from your great resume, right? I think that's what makes social coach so different. And what I meant by a beacon for loan officers or even vendors or people like myself to go to is just like the representation of a coach. Sometimes you just need somebody to book an hour in your day to start with the simple checklists and tactics needed to get started to where like Boston, right? I think Boston has one of the 
the best social media companies in the world, not that does social media, but a company that uses social media well in Drift, D-R-I-F-T, mm-hmm. use their bots on, the, on your website. It's unbelievable. Anytime Drift has a product launch, they coordinate where all their employees are hitting the same talking points at the same time. So if you open up your social media, you think it's the biggest thing in the entire world. I don't see any other company doing it. So getting back to, to what you were saying and also what, what I was saying is sometimes just becoming the next Drift, right? It's just so overwhelming when you actually try to do it that you need to start with the basic steps of what are you going to post tomorrow? What are you going to post next week? And as you post, you actually learn how to post. Like, I don't know how to post on TikTok, but if I worked with my coach by in two weeks, I would know much better. Just like uploading this video right to YouTube. And I think that's where the industry was missing the, the coach to get started on the small steps. Like you can't get to be drift without posting first, right? And you probably can't get to be drift if you focus, if you went from never posting, it'd be like if I never worked out and then I wanted to run a mile or bench press 200 pounds, right? I'm gonna be sore, I'm not gonna be able to put it up, I'm not gonna be able to run, I'm gonna puke, whatever it is. You can't just go and be drift. So you you need to start with posting first or you can't post on seven social media accounts. Why don't you just start with the three rather than thinking about it all day that your coach picks out for you. So. That's where I see social coach as just part of the future. Like it's a place to get started and in 2020s is in this timing with rates going up, it's a good time to for everybody to get a fresh start and get started again. And so that's why I'm just a big believer in, in what you're putting together. Thanks dude. Well, yeah, I mean, th- I think you, you said a couple of things I want to touch on. One is knowing how to support an entire company versus just a couple individuals, right? There's a lot of social media coaches, a lot of different platforms out there that will give content away for free or just simple content ideas or help an individual um, with their social media presence. But there's you know different things and different needs that an overall corporation has. And that's something that, you know, just giving the background of the different companies that I've been blessed to be a part of has you know taught me and, and helped to build this platform in a way that is enterprise ready. And talking to a lot of marketing managers, a lot of executives, a lot of compliance uh, experts and authorities in the industry about what are these different steps needed to roll out an overall company social media strategy, right? That's different than just an individual coach. And that's one of the beautiful things about this platform is that, you know, this is being used by a bunch of corporations already, mortgage companies, uh, Credit, credit unions, banks, et cetera, but being able to have an overall corporate strategy and technology to support that, to help you get that overall corporate message like a drift, right? When you're talking about a new product launch or big company announcement, you know, how do you get that message out to your entire team to get them to post it really easily? How do you give them instruction on how to make it personal for themselves? And so that you're not all just posting the same block image, like most CRMs provide for you today, right? And that's, that's one of my biggest pet peeves is I see some of these companies that use CRM that says, oh yeah, we've got, we've got social media and we can check that box. And all 500 people in that company post the same image with the same caption at the same time. So if, I, if you're connected with multiple people, you see, oh yeah, ABC Mortgage Company just uh, released their you know, fall cleanup tips, right? For, you know, make sure you get the gutters and, you know, you aerate the lawn. It's like, okay, that's not really social media content. That's just copy and pasting to everybody's channels. But if you look at a way to have an overall strategy of a way to get a message out, like you said, with Drift, but for a mortgage company, there's really special ways that you can do that by 
educating your team, giving them different content ideas of what to post for that. Um, but also being able to have multiple assets posted for different people on different days. We have smart randomization that allows for, uh, with some AI and machine learning involved, to get the best type of post from the content bank that you have out to the specific LO that's going to hit their specific audience the best, right? So different way of, of posting, way of thinking about social media is getting multiple messages with the same overarching message of, hey, this is the best mortgage company to work with, or here's the best pre-approval process we have to help you win more deals as a buyer or a real estate agent. You know, this is how we're supporting you. Here's the different ways we want to share that and give lots of different messages out via different loan officers on different days or the same day. So we have that smart randomization that kind of helps with that. But, you know, kind of going back to the original thought here is, is you know, there are ways to have a, a really great social media strategy for an overall corporation and to get that strong company message out. But, you know, one other thing that you mentioned too, and then I'll shut up for a second, is, you know, what are those early steps for a loan officer? You know, if you've never done anything, you know, you, you haven't hit the gym or you want to go run a mile, yeah? you know, what are, what are those baby steps you can do in order to get the best post? What should you do right now to get the most reach to get help drive more leads in. And I think there's a pretty simple step here what you can do. The first thing you wanna do is come up with a couple different pillars of content. What is it that is unique about you as an individual? What do you like? Is it uh, the gym? Is it your family? Is it a dog? Is it you know running trails in the Boston metro area, right? What is, or is it the beaches of Southern California, like to talk about the different beaches or the, you know, Delilah Reynolds with the different taco joints, right? There's yep. lots of different things that are unique for you that can attract a tribe by what you're putting out there. So that's a type of pillar of content. So that's something unique about you, your personal story. How did you get into business? What, how have you progressed in your career? And then your product, you know, what are different mortgage tips uh, different things that people get asked all the time, FAQs, and come up with a bunch of different ideas. So whether or not you use social coach, these are great things for you to, to be thinking about. So write down five or six ideas in each one of those three different categories that are unique to you. And you can sit down and come up with 15 different ideas, right? I can talk about five different taco joints in Orange County. I can talk about five different things, reasons why people need social media. And I can talk about five different things that have happened to me over my career that would be unique and interesting, right? And each of those 15 different ideas, you can post and do it two times a week. And then you have seven and a half weeks of content right there in 15 minutes, you've created different ideas. But so that's step one is coming up with the content ideas. Step two is when you're ready to post, there's one hack that you need to do to get the maximum engagement. And that's um, what I like to call, you know, priming the, yeah, <laughs> take notes. It's prime the pump, right? The algorithms on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, no matter what you do, they want to see that you're engaged and that your content is getting engaged with. And the more you engage with people that you want to do business with or you want them to see your message is go through and find five different people or 10 different people, you, you, whatever you can do, but spend 20, 30 minutes before you post and comment on 10 different people's posts. Thoughtful comments too, not just nice posts. But like, hey, I really enjoyed your podcast with Michael Kelleher the other day. And here's one thing I learned from it, right? That kind of message. So 10 of those, and then, you know, go through and like 10 more uh, posts and then go through, if the platform has stories, go watch 10 stories and comment on 10 of stories, right? And then all of a sudden LinkedIn will see, or Facebook or Instagram, whatever, we'll see, 
you engage the platform and you stay and you get reactions based on what you're doing. But then those people will start seeing your messages more often because you've interacted with their content and they're excited to see what you have. So you're not tricking the system, but you're training the systems to see that Joe Wilson's content or whatever, whoever you are watching this content is important and is valuable. And then stick around after you've posted and see who's liked your comments and then go through and like their comments as well and respond to every comment that you get. And that will show that your content that you have is valuable to whatever platform is out there because that's the whole point of it. They want to have great content that people engage with and that keeps people on the platform. So those are the big things that you can do. If you've never done that's, a social media post before, just do that's that. That's unbelievable. And I think a, a takeaway of what you said on both sides is just somebody that's been doing it for a while, maybe not purposely, but your first try isn't your last try in this. And so just start with commenting on the first 10 people you see on the news feed so you don't get down the rabbit hole and then you know follow maybe more of Joe's advice and perp be purposeful on the 10 people you're commenting on. But the first try, just get to 10, right? And, and before you're... you're or you're buying all of the um, the equipment. Just why don't you <laughs> play a little bit? So that's uh that's good. We, you know we've been around for a while, and, and I'm aware of these. So some people this might seem like ages ago, but it it, it isn't to me. So in 2013, you won um, the Rising Star Future Leader, right? What would you now say to that future leader back in 2013? Uh, what piece of advice would you give him, knowing the market? the way it is today, whether that's in social media, whether that's just in like LOS integration. I mean, you were, that's obviously a big part of your trajectory is the world's turned into like, can't run, not on LOS. And you have experience in Ellie May, Ice Technology, the number one, but you, you worked with MortgageBot too. So you know how the older institutions work with, with um, you know, kind of the legacy software that has a innovative bolt-on solution. So Maybe it has nothing to do with that. Maybe it's just social media back then. But what would you tell that that Joe that was rising in 2013 that would get him higher than you already are as a, as a star today? That's hilarious, dude. I, I can't believe you you pulled that one up out of the, the crypt there. That's hilarious. Um, you know, I think the biggest thing, honestly, is staying involved within the mortgage industry and getting as deep as you can and, and spending as much time getting to know people and getting involved, whether that's through, you know, the mortgage, mortgage action Alliance, um, you know, NARAP, wherever you can get involved with, get involved, get to know more people, get to know as many people as you can in the industry, people who are influencers in the industry and learn from them. Just like, just everyone loves to talk about themselves, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just get people talking about themselves and their journeys and what can you learn from that? And, um, just getting involved and staying connected with people has been honestly the most personally rewarding and professionally rewarding is that hard work. And I say it's hard work because it really is to stay in contact with as many people as you can from throughout your entire career and, you know, do it selflessly, like really want to know how people are doing, what are they up to these days? And I'll, I'll tell you, there, there are just so many friends. Um, I'm sure you have similar stories that you've had throughout the years that, you know, at some point down the road, they become clients or referring you somebody else. It always comes back in spades, but that's not the reason why you stay in touch with people, but that's part of the reason why you network is for that. But the bigger purpose is to have those great connections and see who you can help as well. 
and always be willing to give more than you receive. That's those are my two biggest things. Yep. I'm a big Rotarian service above self. And, and so that local aspect of it, how would you say what you just said for, for growth in the industry that we're both in, what type of associations would you recommend loan officers locally get in front of that? Mm. And maybe how could they leverage? Here's a, so I was on um, Paul Tolfson's, one of the last clubhouses still going on. It's on 2.30, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Eastern time. It's a great one. And they were talking about social media on the last one. And, and they asked me, and I said, all I can tell you is don't get caught up in the views or how many people are looking at your piece. I would say focus on the physical interaction you're going to have with the audience that you want. Because when I show up at these conferences, and people are like, oh, the mobile patio, or I see you all the time, and, and you know, I'm I'm following your stuff, and I'm like, the numbers don't add up that that, that you're <laughs> you're watching any of this. But for whatever reason, yeah. the algorithms have 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 done its job. And so I, I guess what I was trying to say is because we're talking to loan officers, is locally, and I don't know, and so maybe you can elaborate on this, but locally have in mind, am I gonna see these people at church? Am I gonna see them at Rotary? Am I gonna see them at Temple? Am I gonna see them at BNI? Just making sure that if they're the type of people that are on Facebook, then it's probably better to keep posting on Facebook because it's just so much easier to start those conversations. It doesn't really matter. It does matter what you're saying because that's what the conversation is going to go down. Like, oh, you're in mortgages, but it doesn't matter Like that I don't need like a suit on every time. I just need to be exactly. in front of them, right? So what would you say, I guess, long question, where do you think loan officers should be thinking about where they're going to meet these people or get, get involved? Or did I accidentally mm -hmm. just mention a couple of places? Yeah, no, and you did a great job um, at that. I think I think you you brought up a lot of good points. There's two things on here though. First, first, we got to get this out of the way. I love that comment that people say. Like, if you show up at a conference or you show up somewhere or you're you're on a phone with somebody and they say, "Geez, I see you all the time on social," you know you're doing a good job with it, right? And it's it's that consistency that will get you there. Um, but for and that's like that's the biggest compliment or like uh, that just keeps me going right because sometimes it can be like i'm not gonna lie social media is a like a, a job right and if you treat it like actual part of your job it will succeed if you measure it and you succeed and you can be consistent with it it will it will continue to grow um but for loan officers though you know it, it goes back to what we talked about earlier is what are you interested in what do you want to do right like whether that is your church, um, the Rotary Club, uh, your local, you know, Civic Alliance, your HOA board, um, your kids' sports teams, what is it that you are involved with in your community? And double down on that, and really both online and offline, they should play together, right? Your online effort should support your in-person efforts, and we've learned over the past year and a half during this crazy pandemic that you have to rely online, right? And the people will always be online where we have these in our pockets. This is why you have mobile patio, right? There's everything we do is on our phones, right? And that was before the pandemic and it's gonna continue after the pandemic. We're, we're hooked to these all day long and we find the things that we are interested in on Instagram, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, but it's a part of our daily life in person as well. So get involved with whatever it is that you're interested in and get involved online and in person. That's, that's the biggest thing, Dave. Hey, Mike. 
What are you doing here at the historic Salem Witch Museum in Salem, Massachusetts? Paul, I'm checking out the local sites. Pretty cool, isn't it? Did you know the Salem Witch Trials lasted from February of 1692 through May of 1693 and over 25 people died as a result? Wow, I didn't know that. Seems kind of harsh. <laughs> it was. Guess that was the 1600s. <sighs> Nowadays, did you know the average person is on their phone for four hours and 35 minutes a day? Sounds about right. I'm on my phone all the time, Mike. Me too. Ask my chiropractor. <laughs> what are you doing? I have a prequal request for my realtor. And you're doing it on your phone? It's already done. That's amazing. Super responsive. And easy. Who knew? I use easy mortgage apps. Makes sense. It does. To add to that on the phone, my message now is, you know, decision makers, we are hooked on this. We're linked on this. We're, we're attached to it, right? 98% of the time we have to have it within arm's length. But this for the future generations is how they communicate. 71% of Generation Z not just communicates on this, but inside of an app. And that's why Joe has a lot of experience in mobile apps uh, immediately, right? Like within the origins of your company, you already have an app because you understand that it's where they are. So it's easier to get yeah. adoption and get them in the pattern, but it's going to be what they do. And it's just moving so fast. By 2023, it's the only way is, is going to be an app. And if you're the only one with it at that time, you know, the more the merrier to, to work with. Yeah, dude. I, you know, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. And I think it comes down to, you know, where are your potential clients? If you're a loan officer, where are they? And who are they? Like who your target client is will help you decide where you should spend your time. If you're a first time home buyer expert, you should be spending all of your time on Instagram and probably TikTok too, right? And I hate to say it because I'm not the biggest TikTok fan, but <laughs> it's a great platform, right? But be where your audience is, right? If you are more about the um, vacation homes or the you know your move up, uh, you know higher class buyers, Instagram is a great place, but Facebook is is probably a better fit for you. And LinkedIn, honestly, LinkedIn is a great place. The average income of the average user on on LinkedIn is over $75,000 a year, right? And that's per person. So if you're looking at households, you're looking over 150,000, which in some markets seems very low, but in, in other markets it seems very high. But you know, being present in these areas and finding content or content ideas to, to connect the audience is the way to do it. And there's no better way than via an app, in my opinion. All, that's why all of the social media platforms have an app is because you have so much you have so much more control in keeping people in <laughs> than outside of that right and, and it's so much easier to use than going to a web browser and there's so much more power in a, in a mobile app than just using a browser for sure well uh, yeah you don't have to make any facial expression <laughs> here right but the the mobile patio is talking no one listening I think that the industry is been brainwashed, not intentionally, but has to be because of the business cases. I think it's less than 7% of people use Chrome or Safari, but the industry's just been fed this entire idea that people live on Chrome and Safari on the phone. And so what gave me anxiety when I originated was how do I get to retirement age of 55, 60 in the mortgage industry? Right. And I think that's still a question for people. And if you're 
goal is if the delta is longer than seven years from when you want to retire, you better get into the social coach game and you, you, you better stop being that, you know, like that Boston be a man, you know, uh, ran uphill both ways. Right. Um, <laughs> shout out fair, fairway independent loan officer. Right. But I run uphill both ways. Um, you don't have to be old school. It's okay. Young school people actually have more buying power than any generation in American history and the generation Z behind it. Logan from housing wire says the only one globally that has this much buying power. So you just need to find them where they are. And, and a lot of them are on all different types of social media. But what I like about your platform, what I really like is say you don't have time to listen to Joe Wilson. There's a template he has where he's talking inside of a phone, right? If I run into him at a conference and I've just heard one, I could talk to him as if I've heard five, but I really purposely saying, how can I be as recognizable as you are recognizable to me? And I think it's mixing in walking a dog. And a tip I heard the other day is like, if you're walking the dog, mention mortgage. So they know you're always talking about mortgage, but you got to mix in the templates. And I assume talk to you to get them. I don't have any, so I'm not doing it right. But then the people that can't hear you or don't want to watch you walk the dog, at least have something at church, Rotary, Temple, BNI to say, oh, Joe Wilson's involved in social media and definitely is present on the phone. And my my dry cleaners company is, is not, right? Joe, would you be willing to coach me? I actually have two employees looking for a mortgage, something, something like that, right? Yeah, that's a good point, dude. You know, I think it's, it's, it's funny. Um, I think some of the best performing content that a loan officer can do is, has nothing to do with mortgage. Um, and I'll give an example. I just, I did a, a little Instagram reel the other day of like a dad joke and, and filmed my, you know, my kids, re, two of my kids reactions to the dad joke and they were, you know, rolling their eyes and it was, it was really funny, but it like kind of just took off on Instagram. And that's the cool thing about Instagram is like, you can create this content and you can get thousands of views. Like I've got thousands of views on this thing of people I have no idea even knew I existed, but then now are following me because of a, a dumb dad joke, right? It can be something as simple as that, but you don't have to talk about mortgage every single time. And you shouldn't talk about mortgage every single time. Maybe one in every five posts is, is acceptable there. Build a personal brand that is absent of what you do, just people like you, because they want to do business with you, not your company, not being sold a mortgage, right? They want to do business with people that like, and so they want to like you, they want to see different things about you, but they also need to know every once in a while that you do mortgages as well. So showing up regularly and talking about what you do is just a portion of who you are, but show your whole self. And I will say one more thing too, and I know we're, we're kind of wrapping out of time here, but um, you, know, you, you mentioned talking about the different people and their different levels of interest in social media as loan officers, right? And we have a wide spectrum of people in this industry now, right? There's, there's younger people, there's older folks, and there's everybody in between. And really funny thing that happened the other day as I was talking to one of the marketing managers of the companies, one of the companies that we supply social coach to. And she was saying, you know, we were talking earlier and she said, okay, well, I know these like 15 people will never use this because they just aren't on social media and they're, they think they're too old and it's dumb, right? I said, well, look, Let's just post to their account. Let's get their interest, you know, get their, their approval. And what we have is they can auto post their accounts, right? And just get them to be okay with that. And these guys, like a couple of them, 
never touched the system, but they're, the marketing manager is posting on their behalf to their account, some interesting things, some funny memes or whatever, and more about the company, et cetera. And they were getting DMs about wanting information, more information about mortgages. And they said, well, how am I getting all these people that are interested in, in you know, buying loans from me from Facebook when I haven't even been on there? And she said, look, I've been posting for you and making this happen. And then now all of a sudden these, these couple individuals who are like really against it are now the biggest users of social media in the company and are helping train even some of the younger people on how to really best use social media to get leads. You're sitting as a loan officer, you're sitting on a mountain of gold, gold mine of leads, right? Yep. You're out there, the people in your community that you're connected with on, on any social platform, but they just need to hear from you regularly in order to actually do business with you. And that's how we can help you. No, that makes, that makes total sense. You, you had a post on how to get loan officers to buy in and you said top down, right? And then you said, make it competitive. And then you said, automate yeah. it, right? So it sounds like some of these larger companies at the enterprise level need to realize that if the company isn't going to put, if there's oil under the ground, meaning your loan officer, social media, and they don't have the structure, time, or, or money to put the, the well, the oil well in there, it's okay to work with them to put the oil well in and, and both be lifted up. But it's hard to do it, I guess, if, if you're not leading by example. Like, why, why are you posting on my account if you're not posting this, you know, similar stuff on your account? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no. But it's all help, right? And I think most companies out there, and I, I say most because there's some that aren't, but most of them have the loan officer's best interest in mind and they want to help them. They want to help them get more leads, get more loans. It's all cyclical, right? The more you help your loan officers, the more loans they're going to bring in, the more money the company's going to make. And it's just that continual flywheel. So the more you invest in your team to help them grow, the more that the company overall grows. And that's exactly what you're talking about here. That sounds great. So um, you were on a interview you told this story that I've repeated to other people. How, because you've lived here in Boston, right? How would yeah, you explain, many, many moons ago, but yes. <laughs> how would you explain? It sounds like in Utah, there is a soda fountain phenomena like Starbucks <laughs> here, like where rather than kids going in and getting refreshers, right? I'm just, you know, yeah. in, in, or the adults going in and getting coffee and all the flavors and the people are on the Wi Fi and that's the thing to do. It's yeah. different fountain. It's the kind of the same thing, except instead of coffee beans, it's, it's it starts with the soda fountain water. How would you explain <laughs> it to somebody in New England, um, you know, that world? Yeah, well, so that was Alex Constitution and uh, oh, the bourbon, bourbon yes, bourbon and BS. Yeah. So uh, sales boomerang, Alex, one of the greatest dudes out there there is. Um, so, yeah, in in the state of Utah, we live there as well. Um, there, you know, not a lot of coffee drinkers. You still need some sort of vice, I guess. And uh, so sodas are a really big deal there. You get a little caffeine, a little sugar, whatever you want. So, you know, you've got your Diet Coke with a little bit of coconut and lime in it or a Dr. Pepper with vanilla, like all sorts of crazy combinations. But for somebody in Boston who's like, what is this? You know, you think about Dunkin' Donuts, right? Yep. You go to Dunkin' and you get yourself any flavor of coffee, right? So just think about that, whether it's frozen or not frozen, with just with a base of a Sprite or Diet Coke instead. And it's actually pretty good. I mean, I, I, it's not something that I love to get all the time, but, you know, getting a, a dirty Diet Coke, as they call them, uh, you know, it's a nice little three o'clock pick-me-up. 
Is it closer to a dunks in that? There you go, Boston. Is it closer to a dunks that you walk in and you wait in line, you order, you grab and you go right or drive through? Yeah, is it closer to like Starbucks. a Starbucks where people are typing? And- no, no, no. I, it's it's more of a, a Dunkin' where you're you're driving through, you're going to pick it up and get out of there. They, and I think that some of them have like little spots for teens to go and hang out, but on the whole, it's more of a drive-through kind of thing. That makes total sense. And and Thanks. thank you for coming on. I guess on the way out, we need to know your social media Instagram handle so we can see what that dad joke is. Everybody's wondering. <laughs> We're not going to tell it here. They have to go follow you to find out. And then two, who's the target audience of social coach and, and how can they find you or what's the easiest way to get started? Oh, uh, thanks. Yeah. Well, so my, my personal Instagram is joe.wilson83. Um, or you can go to socialcoach.io. We have both of those. You can kind of see me on both of those. Um, but the dad joke itself is on on my personal account, but it's, it's open and anyone can and go in there and see it. But uh, yeah, go do check it out. It's actually pretty funny if you ask me, but I also have a really dumb sense of humor, so maybe not. But uh, yeah, or check us out, socialcoach.io, not.com. And uh, you know, on LinkedIn, obviously. And if you need to get a hold of me, and I would love to hear from you, send me a message on LinkedIn, on Instagram, or you can email me, joe at socialcoach.io. If you are a individual one officer and you would like some help and you, it's just you, um, we'd love to talk to you. Really, the bulk of our clients are mortgage companies banks and credit unions. So if you are a marketing team or you're an executive at one of these mortgage companies and you would like to help your team uh, grow their social media efforts and to reap the benefits and the rewards of being present on social media every day in a very easy, automated way, that is how Social Coach can help. Um, We can tell you more about that, um, but do reach out to us and we would love to help you. Thank you for coming on, Joe. We appreciate it. The mobile patio is always open and always appreciative you're here. Thank you. Thank you.